You're listening to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast, where we talk real life, answer questions, and take a deeper, practical look at the topics we talk about on a Sunday morning. To learn more about Sunnybrook Church, including our Sunday gathering times and opportunities throughout the week, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org. Welcome or welcome back to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast. I am Lydia Miller here with special guests today. I'm so excited. Don't tell Pastor Jeff, but I'm more excited to have you guys here than I would be to have him. We are joined today by Nick and Alexa Paulson. If you're not super familiar with their names, I am certain you know their faces. They lead us beautifully in worship on many a Sunday morning. Um, And what you may not know is that they are actually husband and wife. So if you see them giving each other the eye on stage, it's allowed. They're married. Uh, But they are here today to just continue on in our married series. We've been taking a look. Uh, welcome or welcome back to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast. I am Lydia Miller, joined again by our special guests, Nick and Alexa Paulson. Hopefully you were able to catch their last episode uh, where we got to learn about them as a couple and just hear some wisdom uh, about their lives together. And we are going to jump back in today. We left off last time um, with you guys just speaking on the first few years of marriage. Um, and I wanted to lean in for people today because I think even just being around you, there's so much I've learned from you and just observing what your spiritual walk as a couple looks like. And I think there's so much people can glean from that. So if you were to go back to maybe beginning of marriage or maybe even what you have grown into, um, talk to couples who are working to develop some spiritual disciplines or maybe trying to be a little bit more spiritually united. Maybe they felt like they're on different pages with their spouse and they're trying to figure out a way to kind of unite spiritually. What are some things that you guys have done that have been really helpful? Um, I could start. So first of all, we 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 make it a habit to pray with each other uh, pretty regularly. Uh, when times are tough, it's a lot more intense uh, and a lot more frequent, which it shouldn't be that way, but that's how it is. Um, I've got I've got my quiet time that I do uh, mostly in the morning. Um, I use a pause, it's called the pause app that just kind of recenters me. And, um, but then, you know, scripture, scripture readings, and we're involved in a few, uh, other groups that, that reinforce our, our growth. But I would say consistency that that's what, that's what really does it. But if you miss a day, don't beat yourself up because God's still God, whether you miss a day of devotions or not. And yeah, I would just say the, the, the more, the more I connect with the Lord in the morning, uh, the better my day is. I mean, it's just, it's that simple. So it, it sets the tone for, for everything else. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go without eating for a day. So you should talk to God every day. So. Um, I think my, I used to just get up the first thing in the morning. I would just sit in silence for like a half an hour to an hour. I lived with my parents, so they have this beautiful view of the river. I would make my coffee. And so then when we got married, it's kind of kind of similar, but then we had a newborn in the mix, so you kind of are tied to that. But then it was just sweet because I would just, you know, hold that newborn and I would be doing my quiet time. It was so sweet. And then we added another one and then we added another one. And so now it's kind of just like, it's not, necessarily a quiet time unless I literally hide like in my closet which I did last night um because I was like I we're yeah so it's kind of you just have to find 
your rhythm. And I need to start my day with the Lord. Otherwise, it's like the whole day is just thrown off and my attitude is bad. And it's, I don't know, the atmosphere is like icky. So starting the day with Jesus and coffee is kind of important for me. And I do that by journaling. And honestly, I sometimes I just sit and take that, those few breaths and maybe it's 30 seconds, maybe it's two seconds because I'll have a kid that runs in and sometimes I'll invite them into that. I don't remember what the question was. Are we talking about kids yet? <laughs> Not yet. We're talking about spiritual disciplines. I think one of my favorite things um, to just get to observe you guys in is just watching you worship um, together and getting to lead worship together and just what truly pillars you guys are for this church and what a great model you are in leading worship together with your spouse. Just what a gift that is for all of us. So thank you because I know the time and effort that goes into that with three young kids. So it's fun. Well, and that's the connecting point. Uh, that's our passion. That's the, the thing that we consistently, we did together for five years, every Friday night with a keyboard and a mic. And, and now it's just, you know, it's, and I got to thank all the people, my parents included, especially that make ministry possible for us because without that support system, it'd be really tough. So. Yeah. So you obviously have pretty dedicated individual spiritual disciplines, but then obviously bringing kids into the mix. I know that's a job you both take really seriously and developing um, the little hearts of your children to love Jesus in the same way that you do. So what are things, why don't you share with people the ages of your kiddos so they can kind of get a feel for what stage you're in and then maybe share some things that you guys are doing to intentionally pour into their faith. So um, Emma is five and she's, she was born in August, eight, eight, 18. And Nora is, she just turned four. And Eliza is two and a half. So you're itsy. Yeah. Uh, what we do to pour into them. I mean, when I get home from work, I mean, I, 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 I try my hardest to reject passivity, try to be super involved. Some days are better than others. Uh, but I guess we've just been really happy with being in the moment with them being intentional we put on this dance music and they just go crazy and we laugh and yeah. we just have these little traditions that we've developed uh, we pray before every meal and now the girls have gotten to the point where they're fighting over who gets to pray no she <laughs> prayed last night no, she... so it's kind of cute a uh, little annoying no okay <laughs> but uh, we have we have a good we have a good rapport every every morning before i leave uh, for work, I, I tell Emma, um, be a leader today. And I tell her that God loves her and make your mom's life easy. <laughs> I would say just like, I, I get to stay home with them. So everything that we do is unto the Lord. Everything that I, our conversations get to be turned into a way of like, well, Nora's favorite question right now is why? And so I just, that's an opportunity. Well, Jesus, you know, and then we kind of go into why Jesus wants us to be obedient to our parents, why it's just like the simple things. Like, obviously, I try not to go over their heads. I do have a theology background, so it's like <laughs> kind of hard for me to hone it down. But yeah, everything that we do when we go outside, we talk about God made this. And um, I would say prayer was always a very important part of my upbringing. And so just 
turning everything to prayer. Like if we get an owie, it's immediately, Jesus, heal this owie. It's immediately, Lord, come. And like if I am getting stressed out, I call out to Jesus out loud so that they hear me and they see that when I'm getting amped up and like stressed out, I am calling out to the Lord because I know that he's my strength. And you're so much better at that than I am. Well, (laughs) we won't go into that. (laughs) What would you guys say as you became new parents and maybe as you added the third, what has been the most challenging part of that for you as a young married couple, as a mom who stays at home, as a dad who goes to work, what has been the biggest tension point or the most difficult thing that you've had to walk through and maybe what solution you found on the other side of that? Uh, I, I would say any any hobbies or dreams. I, I don't want to say dreams like, oh, you can't be a dreamer now. You just have to kind of curtail what your, your goals are. Um, I used to really be into woodworking and I loved it. Uh, but yeah, also there's just hobbies that you used to do that you don't get an opportunity so much to do anymore. Um, but you know, there's, there's moments where you're like, I would never want, like God gives you this, this new passion. When you have kids, you think one to two, that was the toughest two to three. That's definitely, I mean, so you, you've got these seasons, but, but God just keeps expanding your heart, your capability of, of loving. It expands with the children. And we just, there's times where we just reflect and just we're in awe of, of them. And, and God gave us a chance to steward that. So what was the question, I guess? (laughs) No, you answered it exactly. Just speaking of what were some hardships in adding children to your family, I think exactly what you're saying. I remember growing up, I had no idea that my dad loved to golf, had no idea because it was just something where as soon as they had children, he didn't golf anymore. And then once we had all graduated high school, he golfs all the time. I found out it was like his favorite thing to do, but I had no idea because he never, he's like, I wasn't about to spend four hours away on a Saturday morning when I was going to be gone on Sunday as well. So you're you're exactly right. There are things that you give up for the sake of, for the sake of the season. What would you say, Alexa? I say the same. I mean, that was kind of challenging. I was very uh, involved with my mom's ministry and it just, I had to continually, with each kid, we had to scale back. And I, I think I missed that the most, but I also was like, so it's that dichotomy of like, you're so wanting to be in both places but like the one that wins out is always going to be your kids because that's your first ministry and I just had to switch my paradigm a little bit to like this is my ministry now this is I'm I am discipling I am this is who God made me to be I am fulfilling my calling this is not like I am sacrificing a calling or a dream so yeah I think that's so good because I think especially in our generation, there seems to just be this push that the busier you are, the better. And it feels like we're pulled in 7 million different directions and a Friday night just at home with your own family um, is a little weird and a little hard to come by. And so prioritizing that, like you guys have said, I think is so is so good and so important. What would you say um, to young couples, young families in the church right now who might be struggling? Maybe parents who are struggling to prioritize family, struggling to find their rhythm in faith as a family. If you could give them kind of as your parting words of encouragement, what would you say to them today? I would say 
you're not alone. You're loved by many people and you just, maybe you just don't realize it. Small groups are a game changer. Get into a, a like season or like she said, a mentor mentee type of a, of a small group because you are not strong enough. You are not capable enough to do it on your own. You need, you need people to walk with you. And also date nights. That's been a huge thing ever since Eliza, our youngest, has been, you know, fairly autonomous. Uh, we we don't we have no qualms about leaving her for or the other girls with a sitter for a couple hours and and being intentional. Tuesday nights, that's our we've been a little less uh, frequent, but yeah, just uh, taking time to connect to each other um, without kids, without distractions, and just be with each other. Yeah. I would say outline your priorities. God should always be at the top. Get into small group, get into ch- church regularly, pray daily, get in the word, but also you and your spouse, like that, the foundation of your family, that's what it's built on. Like when your kids are grown up and out of the house, that's going to be who's left, you know? So make sure that that's strong and that you're being intentional with each other. And I, I just can't emphasize enough. Like the, when we were first married, we did not hang out with peers. Like, I mean, we did kind of, but it was like, you can't iron sharpens iron. So you want somebody to sharpen you and to call you out and to, to get into a safe space where you can, like, nothing is off the table as far as subjects. Like we, when we had questions about sex or like anything like nothing was out of the realm of you know off the table we could talk about anything with this particular couple and they helped us and advised us in every area and I feel like that's really really important to just make sure that that relationship is strong with your spouse but like prayer is just you need to develop that prayer life also you're not alone in the battle um, of figuring out how your life two as one, like you, there's a lot of people that have gone through a lot of things. So I just emphasize, get, get in involved with, with an older couple that you respect and mm-hmm. yeah. We actually have on our website, if you're listening to Nick and Alexa and you're thinking, gosh, I would love to have that, but I don't have maybe a natural way to go about that. We do have what's called marriage mentors, which is exactly what you guys are talking about. An older couple that's a little bit more seasoned has been through the seasons of marriage um, that would love, has specifically signed up to pour into younger couples and be there for them. So you can find that under the marriage tab on our website. You can learn more about that there. But Nick and Alexa, thanks for being here. Thank you for just the gift of time, the gift of ministry that you give to this church. You guys do so much from leading small groups, leading worship to just pouring into the lives of people here. And we're just, we're so grateful that God has you here. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next time. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org or download the Sunnybrook Church app. And again, Thanks for listening to the Sunnybrook Community Church Podcast.